Forgotten Realms Edition 3.5 Crow Lannons Part 2 The lore masters and sages who speculate that the Crowlannon's appearance in Ferran is linked to was linked somehow to the time of troubles are indeed correct. But their but their surmise only scratches the surface of the strange and unprecedented origin of this malevolent race. The Crowlannon's were born of the tremendous divine energies created by the deaths of three deities, Bane, Baal, and Merkel, who were slain during the ill-fated God's War. That can be seen in the Forgotten Realms campaign settings, and there's uh, more detail discussing uh, this event. The passing of these three evil deities was marked by the release of untold amounts of divine energy, manifesting itself into various acts of destructive nature. A portion of this energy remained in Faroon for some time after the deities in question had passed, pulling and coalescing into it until it became a roiling maelstrom of divine and negative energy. The effect remained extant only briefly, but long enough for something to stir within the f within and fight its way free of its chaotic black depths. The first of the Kurlanin. Several hundred of the creatures entered the entered existence in this fashion, each fully formed and possessed of the terrible knowledge of its origin. Unlike other races, the Kurlanians were not born into a state in which they could share in the divine grace of the deities. They were created from the deity's folly, de condemned forever to exist without the possibility of gaining the favor of the divine. No amount of pious prayer or devout worship matters to the Carlanans, for the condition of their Creation denies them any benefit wrought by any deity. The Carlanans know only one goal in their bleak existence to vent their fury against the deities. Since the time of their creation, they have pursued an agenda of guerrilla warfare against all who are able to bask in the favor of any deity. No matter how humble or minor that divinity may be, if the creatures could smite the deities themselves, they surely would. But the deities, faithful, must bear the wrath 
of the Kralanans. Anger in their stead, striking without warning or mercy against those who gathered in places sacred to deities. The Kralanans have become the whispers, whispered terror of the on the lips of clergy everywhere. The darkest evil lurking in the midst of every acolyte and adept. Each month, it seems, brings a new tale of slaughter and desecration visited on a place of worship in some corner of Faroon, leading folk everywhere to wonder if their church or shrine or themselves might be next. Adventurers throughout Faran have heard tales of the black gargoyles, dark stalkers, winged drow, and the godless, all of which are common nicknames for the Kurlanans. Some have even fought the creature or spoken with those who have, but the complete newness of the race and the confusion over their aims has led to a dearth of hard facts about the creatures. Captured specimens have proven remarkably resistant to persuasion even of a violent nature, preferring death over the betrayal of their fellows. Those spells such as detect thoughts and zone of truth have been effective, provided that the questioner knows the right questions to ask and understand the captive's responses. Consequently, a number of rumors and suppositions circulate about the creatures. It is said, for example, that the night masks have enslaved a number of Kurlanans and now use them as spies. Folk traveling to Westgate are sometimes warned that the gargoyles they see perching atop the high places of the city may actually be Kurlanans who swoop down to rend the guilds enemies lambs from limb from limb other tales focus on the alleged powers that the creatures display it is commonly thought in the moon sea that Kurlanans are invulnerable to most weapons and spells those who repeat this gossip cite the fact that three clerics of Shar attempted to fend off an assault by a group of Kurlanans by blasting the winged horrors with, with inflict spells that would have slain an ogre. The magic had no effect on the Kurlanans, who then cut the trio to ribbons where they stood. The story of a noble paladin who fended off a quintet of Kurlanans that attacked a temple of 
Storm has been making the rounds in the taverns in Baldur's Gate. Tell spinners there say that the paladin had the better on her foes until one of them called forth a number of undead from the temple's nearby graveyard. The shambling horde of animated corpses overwhelmed the paladin. As these and other stories spread, the fear grows. Some good folk fearing attack now carry arms as they make their way to places of worship. Druids and rangers of the Silver Marches come the wilderness for signs of the creatures, hoping to prevent attacks that the fledgling, the fledgling confederation can ill afford. Some adventurers who have actually encountered Kurlanans and lived to tell the tale have shared information that, while not complete, seems at least consistent with other corroborated evidence. These folk have established that the following facts about the godless are probably true. The Kurlanans hate deities. This seems the uh, universal defining characteristic of the characters. Another feature that they don't share with normal gargoyles. In battle, they almost always prefer to attack divine spellcasters before any other foes. But any creature that venerates a deity seems fair game. Given the pre prevalence and importance of religion in the daily life of Faran, the Kurlans considered just about every other race as their hated enemies. The individual creatures prefer, refer to themselves collectively as Kurlans. They never elaborate on what this term might mean in any other tongue. However, and none outside their race have yet mastered the harsh, almost guttural language the creatures use. A few adventurers report that at least some Kurlanians speak a few words of common, though their speech is heavily accented. No hints or clues exist to their tongue's origin, origins, implying strongly that it was never spoken in Faroon until their arrival. Likewise, there is no mention of a creature matching their description in any of the numerous houses of learning scattered across the land hoping to shed some light on the mystery of the Kurlanan language the scholars of Candlekeep have searched diligently for some hint or clue, but were unable to unearth anything even remotely helpful. The Kurlanans are notorious ret reticent 
reticent to discuss the Carlanas are notoriously reticent to discuss their worldview apart from confirming that they do indeed despise deities and the worship of deities. A few resourceful and fortunate adventurers have gleaned in limited conversation with Carlanian the fact that the creatures have no patron deity, making them a rarity among the intelligent races of Faroon. On that basis alone, the creatures have implied that it isn't necessarily religion itself that angers them, but rather their own inability to participate in it. Their universal term for all other races translates into common as God slaves. It is thought that the number of creatures appearing in initially were relatively small, but either those reports were widely inaccurate or the total number of Kurlanans have been steadily increasing. The tiny number of creatures that arrived in Faroon during the God's War simply could not perpetrate attacks in so many widespread locations. Either the creatures are breeding or someone or something is causing their numbers to swell. The Kurlanans' chaotic nature has made it difficult for the race to organize effectively at a level beyond the small groups in which they hunt and travel. Despite this, a few individual Kurlanans have learned to think differently, and as the, races, the race evolves, they have made some inroads towards acting in greater concert. The Kurlanans' numbers are still small compared to most races, and the creatures are somewhat resistant to any organized societal structure. They gather in small bands, dubbed wings, by adventurers, Usually numbering from two to five individuals, larger groups have been reported, particularly in the Shining South, and a ranger in the high forest claims to have seen a flight of at least six dozen of the creatures in the sky overhead, moving southward at great speed shortly after beginning after the beginning of the new year, 